Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. We are the Satellite Sisters, and welcome to the show. This is Liz Dolan. I'm in Santa Monica, California. It is Sunday, July 12th, which I think means it's the day before the birthday of Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. Yes, Liz, that's right. I'm turning the big 6-0 tomorrow. Okay, that uh, is I'm, crazy. I'm looking, forward to it. I'm looking forward to it, Liz. I'm Good really looking forward to it. I, I mean... I'm still standing. That's a big thing. And I'm very grateful to God, my family, and friends for that. Uh, it's so much better than being 50. Because being really? 50 is it's the end of something, right? Let's be honest. I mean, I yeah. know that they'll say 50 is the new 20. The new it's not. It's not. But 60, it's a new fresh start. You are much better than everyone else in your age bracket now. Much better. Okay? I like it. Embracing the 60, that's good. All right. Uh, Sheila Dolan, you're in South Pasadena. How's everything with you during your summer vacay? Well, I'm in my mid-50s, and it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. when, I, when I saw you posting photos of you with your nurse on uh, the Facebook group this week, I was a little worried. Well, you know, I had to go back and have my stitches up, but everything's fine. I'm just, I'm, I'm enjoying my vacation okay. very much. All very right. Much. And uh, Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California, how is everything there with you? I just want to let you know I am monitoring the Wimbledon final. So if okay. you call out to me and I am not answering, it's because I've snuck around the corner to check the score of the, ma- of the match. Which this is, is the problem happening. with recording the show during the breakfast at Wimbledon time slot. Yeah. I yeah. was the other day I was in the airport at Washington DC at Reagan watching the you know the sort of all of the lead up to the Serena match and the Serena Serena Sharapova match but then of course I had to go get on my plane before the match started so that was extremely annoying. Um, okay, news from Wimbledon. And can we just say, we didn't even put this in the rundown for today, but how about that U.S. Women's National Team parade? Nice. I know, that was great. That was fun to watch. Spectacular. Well, my favorite part is that Leon and Julie, on the Tuesday show, you demanded it. You said they deserved a par- their own parade in the Canyon of Heroes. And then, boom, within hours, I think, the mayor of New York City announced it. It's true. We really turned him. He was wavering, I think. <laughs> yeah. We put our, our just our, our pressure on him, Liz, and that, that uh, tipped, tipped the uh, edge right over. Well, we, we have a voting block, you know, and we occasionally we use it. Leah and I know one of your, your news stories coming up is you've identified some new voting blocks out there in the political slash catalogical uh, <laughs> map of the United States. <laughs> yeah, I think that, what's that, 528 guy? Yes. He's going to want to get in touch with me. <laughs> that Nate, <laughs> Nate Silver guy? Nate Silver. He, I've opened up a whole new way to analyze political voting blocks. So just tune in. Stay tuned. All right. I have a Comic-Con report coming up because I just spent the last uh, four days there. Julie, again, more kind of Nate Silver pay attention Julie's got the scoop on the next next gen. Correct. That's right. That's right. I'm running Nana Camp here, and I will say I'm looking forward to Parents Weekend. Uh, can I? That's coming up in about ten days, and I'm looking forward to it. That's but you I get to turn your campers over to their parents. The campers will will be spending time with their parents at that uh, at that point. But I do have some some disturbing trends for you in particular, Liz, from the next next generation. Oh, okay. All right, and uh, Sheila has a story she wanted to share, um, which she said was about a tarot card reading, but she meant to go to a restaurant. So we have <laughs> we have no idea what that means, Sheila, but I'm really, really looking forward to this tale. <laughs> well, it, it was a happy ending. Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> uh, okay, but first, we have some scheduling and some social media news. Mm. So uh, this is important. So, Leon, shall we do the scheduling first? Do you want to lead off with that? Yes, we are very excited to announce that we have two official launch dates for our book in the fall, You're the Best, A Celebration of Friendship. We are covering both coasts. That is the best we can do at this point. (laughs) But we are excited to announce that Thursday, October 29th, there will be a boatload of Satellite Sisters in Brooklyn, NY, at 
Powerhouse, which is a beautiful book space in Brooklyn with, you know, lots of seating, a stage. There will be current Satellite Sisters. There will be next-gen Satellite Sisters in the house. And there will be next-gen, next-gen Satellite Sisters in the house. So very excited. If you are on the East Coast, this will be our biggest event of the book tour. That's Thursday, October 29th. I think it's at 7 p.m., but it's in the evening, uh, not in the middle of the day, uh, in Brooklyn, New York. We will post information. We should have probably done that already, but uh, I'll do it tomorrow. Getting but right on that. Thursday, <laughs> October. Yeah, that's all right. Thursday, October 29th. And then for West Coasters, we will be in Pasadena at Vroman's on Sunday, November 8th. This is a lunchtime event. It's 12 noon, so if you are planning maybe a Satellite Sisters weekend, you want to do some holiday shopping in the Los Angeles area, this event is for you. That's Sunday, November 8th at Romans in Pasadena at noon. Okay, and that will be Sheila, Liz, and I at that event. So, boatload of sisters in Brooklyn. Just to select West Coast sisters uh, in Pasadena. So I will put those dates pretty much everywhere in the next day or two. But just wanted to announce those. Very excited. That is very exciting. I can't wait for the Brooklyn thing because with so much of the next gen is in that Brooklyn, New York area. I think we're going to get, uh, you'll get to meet the, your Megans, your Catherines, your, you know, <laughs> your, your Laurens, your, your, your Ruthies. Ruthies, exactly. People we talk about, but you have not met yet. Occasionally on the show, you meet them, but like live and in person, uh, that's going to be very, very exciting. Uh, okay, October 29th in Brooklyn, New York, November 8th in Pasadena, California. And to help support all of that, we also have some social media news. We just decided uh, that it was time that we get on board with the whole Instagram thing, right? Like, people say Instagram is the best, but we were really focused on Facebook, where we have both a Facebook page that you can like and where we can post everything, and a Facebook group that you can join where you can post uh, what's on your mind. Both of those things are fun, and you should do both of those things. You can follow us at Twitter, where we are at Sat Sisters. Uh, but it seemed like particularly the next gen was totally into Instagram. So we now have an official Satellite Sisters Instagram feed. It is at Sat Sisters. So very easy to follow us there. We're going to start... We're going to start posting some photos. <laughs> we promise. We're going, to, we're going to work this out. So we'll be at, like, full cruising altitude by the time the book comes out in the fall so we can follow all the book activities around the country that you are doing and we are doing. So at Sat Sisters on Instagram, it's the same handle as our uh, – uh, Twitter handle where we are at Sat Sisters. So there are a couple of photos there now, a handful, uh, but we're we're making a commitment to Instagram. So Sheila and Julie, we're going to give you a little Instagram step by step. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, okay. <laughs> are you busy, Sheila? Are you in the middle of something? <laughs> what are you doing? Over there? <laughs> I'm embracing new things, according to the tarot card reader. So I, I can I can do this. Okay. <laughs> well, it would be good. You could get a little tutorial from uh, your daughter Ruthie because uh, she's totally on top of it. So, uh, but we'll send you some notes anyway. At Sat Sisters on Instagram, uh, join in the fun over there. So, speaking of which, uh, I've been at Comic Con. Uh, since Thursday. It's now Sunday. It feels like I was there for about three weeks, but I was actually just there <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And Leon, it was last year was your first Comic-Con, correct? You came down first with your son. I, I missed it uh, yes. this year. I feel like I was sad that I wasn't there because it is fun. It's just goofy, good, fun, craziness. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I should have reminded you in advance that whatever, but, um, okay. So I, I just wanted to share with you like my best personal moment at Comic-Con and my best professional moment at Comic-Con. Cause there are many, many other moments, just too momentous to even, uh, share. 
And, uh, you know, you see all the hype about Comic-Con. It's all the fans and the super fans and the uber fans and the costumes and the TV stars and the the installations where you have, you know, Snoopy flying through the air and you have the American Horror Story scary hotel you can go in. and You have everything in between. Uh, but my favorite personal moment is that there was a pair of longtime satellite sisters and actual sisters who were there at the con for the first time, Kelly and Trisha. And Kelly and Trisha each reached out to me in their own social media way because Kelly is on Twitter, but not on Facebook. And Trisha is on Facebook, but not on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) There are are a lot of sisters like that. (laughs) I know. We are exactly that way. That's why I thought this was so funny. So that we we were triangulating each other, getting different messages in different places. And uh, But Kelly had uh, reached out to me on Twitter and said, hey... First time Comic-Con, I'm here with my daughter. Is there any chance we could, you know, meet you, say hello, whatever? You know, and given the 130,000 people that are there... (laughs) I I know. It it seems like an excellent idea. (laughs) It seems like it should be really easy to pull off. But the more experienced you are with Comic-Con, the more you know, that's an extremely hard thing to pull off. To actually find a human in this sea of stormtroopers, you know? (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's hard to pick people out. However, we committed to giving it a go on Saturday afternoon because um, I knew that I had to be in the convention center three o'clock for a panel that I was working on for my work next year. At the beginning of next year, we are launching a new show called Outcast. And it's, you know, it's a little bit about demonic possession. Uh, but <laughs> Just but it, a touch? Just a, just a touch of demonic possession, Julie. Uh, it's by Robert Kirkman, who created The Walking Dead. And this is his next, next big show. And where I work, we are both producing it. Uh, which is a first for us, and carrying it all over the world. Anyway, so so I knew that I had to be in the room of demonic possession at 3 o'clock. So, so I said to them, DMing Kelly on uh, Twitter, which was an advanced use of Twitter for us, uh, and responding on Facebook Messenger to Trisha, that, okay, I knew I had to be in room 6DE at 3 o'clock. So maybe we could find each other outside 6DE at 2.30. Well, they came back and they said, well, they needed to be in the Muppets at that time. (laughs) Everybody's got a pretty busy schedule at this point. Yeah, so busy. It's very busy. And you have to get in line and you have to commit. I mean, Mm -hmm. Leon, last year, didn't you wait in line for The Simpsons for like six hours or something? You got there? It was six hours. Yes. We got in line at 4 a.m. for The Simpsons panel. Totally (laughs) worth it. Yes. So Kelly and Trisha had Kelly's daughter, Lily, with them. Lily, middle name Grace, thank you very much. Uh, So Lily Grace wanted to see the Muppets. She's a sixth grader. And so the three of them were... That's a good choice. Yeah. That's a good choice. So they were committed to the Muppets, and I was committed to demonic possession. But in a miracle of Comic-Con, we were in back-to-back rooms. At At the far end of the con, we were in... They were in 6A... I was in 6D. It was a miracle. It was it was a miracle. So, but they had to get in their rooms super early because the Muppets were like a hot ticket. So they had to like get in. They had to go in early and see Stan Lee, who they were not the least bit interested in apparently, but just so that they owned rooms and owned seats in 6A. Uh, So the two thirty. I appreciate that kind of commitment to the Muppets. That's good. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in in Bend for a part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what what I'm recommending. (laughs) Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, 
pork that's raised crate-free and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because yeah. it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your Butcher Box account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your Butcher Box on vacation, which is... <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm-hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz, my hair from Pros is getting rave reviews. Leon, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do. From their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when my hair is really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you're the boss. I'll take it. (laughs) You tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay, and I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you; it's also better for the planet, Liz. They're certified B Corp, cruelty free, and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. The 2.30 wasn't going to work, so we agreed that we we were both in these panels getting out at 4 o'clock. So we would meet in the lobby at 4 o'clock. But again, the lobby... <laughs> There are about 20,000 people just in that space. So anyway. And there's such a sea of people. These panel discussions have thousands of people in them, like 6,000. Yeah. That's yes. how many people, how big these rooms are. So it is a sea of people and cosplay and, right, stormtroopers and, you know, Ant-Man and things like that. So when you come out, you're just swept along, like, down this hallway. <laughs> I can't believe you met these people. Yeah, this is incredible. It's incredible. Like, if I had been at the other far end for my thing, it just wouldn't have been physically possible. But it was fate that uh, all the Satellite Sisters should reunite. So we did. We've, as, as I came out of my outcast panel, the Muppets panel was pouring out. And I got another DM that they were standing next to the ladies' room by the stairs that you go down to to get out of the building. Mm. So, and that they were two middle aged ladies and a girl with a green shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that you don't actually see a lot of. (laughs) You don't. That made them really easy to spot. (laughs) <laughs> Two middle-aged ladies and Lily in the green shirt. So, yeah, so we found each other, and it was really, really fun just to have a chat. You will see, I posted a picture of us together 
on Instagram. So if you go to at Sat Sisters on Instagram and follow us, you'll see that. Also posted it on the Facebook group and tweeted that out. But it was really fun to talk to them. They were just like agog because that's what Comic-Con does to you. But <laughs> I, I could tell, even while I was in my demonic possession panel, if you were just following the Twitter feed, the best panel happening at that time was actually the Muppets. Everyone agreed. I mean, they brought out the actual Muppets. The Muppets Aww. were on the panel. The actual, oh, my gosh. That's great. The actual that Muppets. That looks so funny. So this what did you have? Did you have just demons on your panel I'm list? Gonna, well, we had one excellent person. Well, we had a, an excellent panel. Of course, it was an excellent panel. And uh, <laughs> But my highest professional moment, I'm going to name in a second, because we had a surprise guest on our panel, Julie. But oh. uh, he, he was not a Muppet. Um, so we could hear in our demonic possession room, we could hear all the laughter next door in the Muppets room. And it was making me kind of jealous that I wasn't in the Muppet room. Uh, anyway, so Kelly, Trisha, Lily, it was, uh, really fun to run into you. Now I know there were, there were other satellite sisters who were there. Um, and, uh, maybe next year we can organize this a little bit better so it's not quite so haphazard <laughs> we had a listener who came so it's not on me outside the ladies room <laughs> <laughs> well that still might be the best place to yeah. meet because <laughs> there are very few people in the ladies room just because of the demographics of comic-con <laughs> um but the for the people that leon you've been in that big hall h for the people that yeah. camp out in hall h um the, uh, there's a lot of activity over there, and we did we did have a listener over there camped out two nights to get into Hall H for two days. Oh, so, for Star Wars? Yes. They, they want, yeah, the Star Wars thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Star Wars and The Walking Dead and uh, Game of Thrones, it's all in the same room over there. So anyway, so... Um, so that was really fun. Social media made it happen. Thank you to Twitter. Thank you to Instagram. Thank you to Kelly, Trisha, and Lily, because it was a highlight to meet you. Um, okay. Now, on the professional side, you mentioned, like, who are the cool people in my panel. Well, um, this new show, Outcast, uh, as I said, Robert Kirkman uh, created it. Uh, this, it stars Patrick Fugit, or Fugit. I can, <laughs> I'm going to have to nail that down before the show actually comes out. <laughs> How to pronounce this. this work, Liz. Star's name. I think it's actually a hard G. It's a Fugit. Uh, but you probably know Patrick Fugit was in Almost Famous. He played the, the kid in Almost Famous. He was recently in Gone Girl. And he plays a character named Kyle Barnes in this new show, um, Outcast. So, uh, so he was there and a couple of the other stars and a couple of the other creators of the show and the director of the pilot, a director named Adam Wingard, who had a great horror movie come out last year called The Guest. I don't know if any chances are none of you saw that, but maybe no, in the. That's in the, not my genre. No. Anyway. No, me neither. So, it scares me. Okay. But the. Um, <laughs> I think it's supposed to. And I know, and I, I fall for it every time. I get scared every time. Uh, but the music for Outcast um, is going to be done by Atticus Ross. And for those of you who don't know who Atticus Ross is, he recently won a little Academy Award. He did the soundtrack with Trent Reznor. They won an Academy Award for the soundtrack for um, The Social Network. Oh, right. Um, okay. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Also did the music for Gone Girl. So he does a lot of music with the director, David Fincher, for Di for Fincher's movies, and he collaborates with Trent Reznor. Anyway, he's this super cool guy, and he doesn't normally do TV, but for this show, he's doing the music. And so, but he was going to be a surprise guest on our panel. So he got stashed next to me. Um, before the panel started to like just hang out with me until it was his time to like surprise go up on the panel so it was interesting to like talk to him about how do you think about the music for a television show do you wait until all of the episodes are done are you thinking about it now this show won't be out till next year so I asked him when do you actually start to work on the music for the show I mean it's not even in production yet uh, though we did film a pilot last December and uh, he said, oh, I'm already working on it. And uh, it's like, really? How? So what is your process? It's sort of... <laughs> <laughs> Good question, Liz. Yeah, that's a new one. But... Thank you. I've been listening to Leon do all of the author interviews. And mm -hmm. so I picked that up from Leon. 
because people like to talk about how they work or it's people like to know people always ask me they want to know the process apparently so yeah. i asked the question yeah. so inspired by you leanne i asked that very same question and i got what i thought was a really interesting answer you said oh i'm already working on it and he said i just work from the page I'm not doing his British accent, by the way. He's a very distinguished and unique-looking British person with an excellent accent. So you're not getting any of that from me. But so can we picture, like, Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes, yes. okay? Yes. All right, okay. Exactly. He, just, <laughs> okay. Yeah, he has this very distinctive face. So you can Google uh, Atticus Ross, and, uh, and you can see what he looks like, and imagine him in the British action, uh, accent saying this. Um, he said, I like to work just from the page. I read, uh, I read the script, and I start to imagine the world. And how do I express the world with the music? And I work on that for a while before I look at anything, before I talk to anyone. I just create the world. And then after that, as the process is further along, then I might start to look at the episodes or... Um, think about what goes in what section, but I really try not to do that in the beginning. I try to just create the music as its own separate world that is side by side with the pictures, which okay. which I thought was very interesting. Yes. So I said that to him, Atticus. That's very interesting. And he said, uh, he said, yes, most people don't work that way. Uh, he said, one of the reasons I don't like a lot of movie music is because it sounds like people are just looking at the pictures and trying to match the music to the pictures. And so they say, oh, we need two minutes of this here and we need a minute of that there. And he said, I don't think that's, that is not my creative process. And he said, so my creative process is a very bad business model <laughs> because <laughs> he said, I, I work a lot earlier and work a lot longer on things. Right. The music is created kind of independently of the show and then I need to match it up. But I prefer to create my own world uh, with the music first before I see a single frame. So now you think that's interesting? I do, I do. think that's interesting. Yeah. Does, and does he share that with the actors or the directors? No. No. They, oh, yeah, no. Oh, okay. The, Very interesting. You know, and in TV, it's the, the showrunners and the executive producers who have sort of the, the power over that. So in this case, he would now start to work with, you know, um, with Kirkman, with Robert Kirkman, and there's another showrunner named Chris Black. Um, so then he will start to play things for them. Um, but, oh, the actors are the last to know. Anyway, so that was, it was a very interesting uh, conversation with, as I say, recent Academy Award winner about, and the music, and if you think about the music for The Social Network and yeah. the music for Gone Girl and both of those movies. Oh, and the music for Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, you know, Ooh. sort of, most of the recent things with David Fincher's name on it, Atticus Ross was doing the music on those. So there, it is very distinctive. And so it was uh, very interesting to talk to him. So that was the highlight of my professional right. moments. There were lots of other cool things going on, but a little bit of creative insight that I, I just want to pass along to everyone out there who might be, you know, collaborating with people on things. Sometimes even in a collaboration, it's better if you go off and, do your own thing, and then bring it back to the collaboration instead of everything being created together. So, okay. Sheila, Sheila, you create your material like that, don't you? You just in I your do. own world. I do. I separately. I it, it, yes, and if it hits, it hits. You know what I mean? If it, uh, no, but no. yes. Quick question. We'll Speaking of demons, um, I heard Ben Affleck was there. Did you, did you happen to see him? I did not happen to see him. Okay, his first public appearance. Since the breakup. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just checking. I'm actually sad about that breakup. That's one of the few Hollywood breakups that seems like, ah, oh, that's too bad. But anyway, yeah. switching right. gears. So that's my, uh, that's my Comic-Con report. It was uh, uh, very fun, very much of a scene. And I had the, those two highlight moments uh, that I just wanted to share with, with all of you. Excellent. Fantastic. Good report, Liz. Any, any Snoopy sightings? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I'll post that on the Instagram today. I went over to, there's like an interactive zone, mm -hmm. um, and there was a huge interactive Snoopy ride where it was oh. a giant Snoopy doghouse. 
Okay. And you had to wait in a super long line to go in. Yeah. And then it was some kind of interactive thing where you got some kind of GIF or GIF. Again, I never know if that's a hard G or a soft G. And, uh, and then something went on inside the doghouse, and then you came out the slide. So uh, I, I I did not have time. Not you, Liz? No. Yeah, you could have been injured, Liz. That's a good idea. Same. You know, these lines, Julie, for everything, it's like you're in line for an hour to do the 10 minute thing and which is great if you're there just as a fan and you have your few favorite things you're doing but because and, of, and you're 20 years old yeah 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 you don't have to go to the bathroom though yeah. <laughs> <laughs> though there were a lot of excellent charlie brown hats being worn by people just a bright yellow hats with you know the the uh, 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 of yeah. the Charlie Brown, the, just that on the hat. So you, the, here's my prediction on in the licensed merchandising area. You're going to see a lot of that. So so I didn't actually, I was hoping I would see Snoopy walking around on the floor of the show. Yeah. Uh, I did not. And I didn't see even anyone dressed as Snoopy. But I did see. Uh, I, there, That's a shame. It is a shame. So next year. It's, next year, it'd probably be hundreds of Snoopies because the movie will have come out, you know, this holiday season. Yeah. So uh, I, you see a surprising amount of Mario Brothers, and I did not realize that was still a thing. Uh, but I think it's a subculture, Liz. You yeah. know, it's, it's like My Little Ponies. Did you yeah. see any of those did guys? did not see any of that. I got a warning from one of our listeners to stay away from the bronies okay. if, uh, if I saw any. Uh, did not see anyway. Yeah, you see the whole the whole world, but didn't didn't see Snoopy walking around. Um, but I can tell we're going to see plenty of Snoopy in the in the run up to the release of the Peanuts movies for the holidays. So anyway, it's a blast. All right, everyone should try it one year. And you know what? Even if you don't have a pass to the actual con, there's so much going on in the neighborhood now. You could still have a lot of fun going to Comic Con. There's you know. There's just all of the scenery has to walk down the street to walk into. Like, Leon, I sent you a video the other day of the Scots versus the Sharks. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was but... just, okay, you can describe it if you can. Well, it's, yeah, it was just the men in kilts promoting Outlander versus the sharks, people in shark costumes promoting Shark Week. Yeah. Like facing, dancing off. It was a dance off against uh, each other in the middle of the street. Yeah, just, you know, that was just Thursday afternoon, middle of the street. Nobody has to buy a ticket to that. And the sharks were for Shark Unbelievably. Na- Sharknado yeah. 3, Liam. Sharknado oh, Sharknado. 3. I thought they were there to promote Shark Week. No, it's ha- hashtag embrace the NATO. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's not. So on on that note, we will just move on to your um, catalogical review of the voting blocks in the United States. Yeah, Liz, I think this is another big trend. You're going to see a lot of Snoopies next year, but uh, you may also be seeing a lot of Moomoos. Now, uh, you know, I've been obsessed with the Vermont Country Store Catalog. Brought you a couple of up-to-date reports on that here at Satellite Sisters. One of the few radio shows covering um, the ancient catalog filled with <laughs> filled with merchandise from other centuries. And uh, so what I love now is that we have spotters out there. And Peggy Sue posted on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group page a picture of a woman who apparently is the mother of Bernie Sanders' love child, okay? So Bernie Sanders was married, he divorced, he fathered a child with one woman named Susan Mott, and then he uh, married somebody else. It's really, that's, it's meaningless compared to what Susan Mott is wearing. She is wearing a blue muumuu from the Vermont Country Store catalog. Yes. Nice. And Peggy Sue identified this because, of course, she has the same blue muumuu, okay? Oh, my God. And so I said, Peggy Sue, I think you have identified a key voting block for Bernie Sanders, and that would be the muumuu mamas, you know? <laughs> He's got to win over the muumuu mamas. Like, those are his peeps. And sure enough, seconds later, Peggy Sue posted a picture of herself, in her blue muumuu with her Bernie Sanders button on. So she is self-identifying as a muumuu mama for Bernie. So wow. 
that got me thinking, and I went back to the Vermont Country Store catalog, as I often like to do, to look at other products that backers of certain political candidates may want to embrace so they can identify themselves at rallies and stuff. This is a good idea, Leanne. I like it. Really, it's, thank it's you. Really, your political analysis is as strong <laughs> as anything I've seen or heard uh, anywhere, Leanne. Now, Hillary backers, this is an obvious one, because, you know, she went to Wellesley, and what do the girls wear at Wellesley? Headband. They wear... Lawn's nightgowns, right? Oh, I mean, oh, that's, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So if you're a Hillary supporter, you're going to want to head right over to the Vermont Country Store where they have a huge selection of Lawn's nightgowns. And then just wear your Lawn's nightgowns to all the Hillary rallies. I think you can <laughs> identify each other. All right. Okay. I didn't even know Lawn's nightgowns still existed. Oh, but, yes, Liz. Oh. Yes, as a, as a graduate of a female college, Smith College, <laughs> yes, I can tell you they exist, yeah. I know people who lived their whole, uh, did a whole year wearing a lawn nightgown in college. No names, but yeah. All right. So uh, what if you're a Jeb Bush supporter? You know, when you think of Jeb Bush, what do you think of? You think of bedspreads because uh, there are many, I, I is that, there aren't that many people that still use bedspreads, except I'm pretty sure Barbara Bush. That house in Maine is going to be covered in bedspreads. So if you're a Jeb Bush supporter, you can head to the Vermont Country Store and you can pick yourself up a seersucker cotton bedspread and just round yourself. I like that because that works both in Maine, you know, Kennebunkport, but also in Florida where he's from. Some seersucker would totally work in the the Florida house. Uh huh. Sure. It's very functional, very flexible. And then finally, if you're a Donald Trump supporter, how, how could you self-identify through the Vermont Country Store? I can't and even you're gonna imagine. Wanna, they have a whole category called health and beauty. Um, and they have something called remedies. Oh, yes. Okay. Remedies. My gosh. I can't even believe that's still a word. But here, there's a remedy over there called vim and vigor. Okay? And I think... <laughs> For Trump supporters, maybe it should be called Vim and Vitriol. But anyway, <laughs> Vim and Vigor, you can find it. It's like apple cider and a whole bunch of other stuff. And I think that is the perfect Vermont Country Store uh, purchase for Trump supporters. So there okay. you go. <laughs> well, you know, when you mention apple cider, Lee, and it reminds me that both Kelly and Trisha are trying the no poo movement based on... <laughs> Your your recommendations. And imagine Donald Trump if he adopted the no poos. That would be it, that, it would be he would be so happy. I'm telling you. If he just starts the no poo, he's gonna I mean that hair can go places. It can do things. But there's probably a remedy for that, Julie. I I'm guessing there's a At remedy. Least. I like it, Leanne. I like okay. it. So, you know, as other as other candidates emerge, maybe I'll have time, time to go through the whole catalog. But see for yourself, vermontcountrystore.com. All right, and then I get this other catalog, and every time it arrives, it makes me laugh. So I thought I was finally going to share it with all of you. Um, it's a giant catalog that comes once a quarter. It's called the Uline Shipping Supply Specialist Catalog. Mm. And, <laughs> The reason I get it is on the back, it says, Manager Shipping Department, Mudbath Productions. <laughs> that would be you, Leon. You are the manager of our shipping department. I, I am. So it's a catalog. It's filled with just like uh, tools, napkin dispensers, folding chairs. Uh, I can have gloves of all kind, all sorts of tapes, <laughs> packing equipment. Uh, we can get some specialty hats. We can get barcode scanners, anti-static labels, inventory tags. It's everything I would need if I was the actual shipping manager of, of Mudbath Productions. So I picked out, um, I picked out a product for each of you from the Uline category. Oh, category. good. Well, thank you. All right. So, Liz, we're going to start with you. Mm-hmm. Um, they have what looks to be an awesome um, stretch wrap system. You know how you just can stretch wrap things? like sure. things come. Yeah. And I thought for you, Liz, if you stretch wrapped everything you put in your car, you could just <laughs> jam so much more stuff in that car. <laughs> And then, because your parking spot is so tight, you could just go ahead and stretch wrap the outside of your car, too. 
<laughs> so you would stop hitting the side. The side. Okay, I like it. I could have used that the other day when I pulled up in front of my hotel in San Diego on Thursday afternoon, and they started like they took my suitcase out of the back, and then they oh. started taking like milk crates full of crap <laughs> out of the back. I'm like, no, no, that stays in the car. That's just permanently in the car. Oh no, well, this is gonna... the back of Liz's. This it looks like a home. You know, someone lives back there. You know, there's a lot of stuff back it's, there. It's earthquake preparedness, Julie. Okay. Just think of it okay. that way. Anyway, okay. okay. Thank you, Leanne. That's, All right. That Julie, I have uh, something special for you and Trem. I think by the end of your month at Nana Camp, you two are going to need matching back support belts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've wanted one, Leanne, and I think that's a good look for a couple, don't you? It is. It is. And if you want, I can get you the matching warehouse gloves with that. So you got the back support. That's good. Um, Monica, I just thought she would enjoy a complete set of industrial squeegees. Oh, I just, yeah. I mean, That's, that has her name want, on it. Yep. Who doesn't want squeegees? And then, um, Sheila, for you, there is a, um, endless roll of stickers that just read refrigerate upon arrival. And <laughs> God, yes. You just put yes. everything in the refrigerator. Just slap that sticker on yes. and everything goes in the fridge. That's I believe, like yes, it. I believe in that, actually. Good. <laughs> Good, Leanne. So let me know how okay. many pallets of these you want. And uh, <laughs> contact me as the manager of the shipping department. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, sisters. Well, I want to give you a report on uh, from Nana Camp, but it really is some insights on the next, next generation. Um, I, I have a month-long visit from uh, my two oldest grandchildren, Alice, who's eight, and Benjamin, who's six. And uh, they have some they have some insights that I think we just we need to be aware of. Um, first insight, uh, I, we, we of course went to see the Minion movie this weekend because it opened and it's like the biggest thing going. And they enjoyed it, they laughed through it, and as the movie was over, um, I said, Alice, did you like the movie? And she said, yes, the movie was very good, but the music was really disappointing. I said, really? Okay, can I tell you who the soundtrack is from this movie? Because it's set in 1968. So it has the Turtles, Happy Together, the Kinks, You Really Got Me, The Who, My Generation, Music from the Hair, The Beatles, Donovan singing Mellow Yellow, and the Spencer Davis group singing I Am Man. Okay? This was not acceptable to your granddaughter. It was like, it was the Gregorian chant. Was I, you know, I mean, I I just, that was like soul crushing to me that not only she she didn't know what it was, she didn't like it at all. So that's something. I'm not too sure about that. You know, it's funny, Julie, when I read the review of that movie, I thought, oh, Julie and Tram are going to have so much fun taking the kids to this movie because the soundtrack is so awesome. So that is unbelievable (laughs) that she mentioned that. Yeah, it looks like a great soundtrack. We'll really just have to pair her up with Atticus Ross on his yeah. next project. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Okay, here's the, uh, here's the second insight, which I think is key for our new Instagram account. No pictures. They, they uh, Alice and Benjamin do not like to look at, like, just photographs of things. They want everything to be a video, okay? Everything. <laughs> everything. And they want a video with a music soundtrack. That's what they asked <laughs> the other day. We went to Balloon Rodeo, and we took little videos. And th- then Alice said, well, can you put some music in this to make it better? <laughs> okay. Like, well, and let me guess what your answer was. What? I said, we're going to have to get another counselor um, to do that. <laughs> I had no idea. So that is some, that's just insight for us, yes. okay, that maybe more videos on our Instagram account, mm-hmm. less pictures, okay, because that's what they like. They don't like to look at pictures. And the third thing was sort of more key for Liz is what I just refer to as the injustice of TV. Now, here in Steamboat, we just have old-fashioned TV. That's what I call it to explain it to Alice and Benjamin, who never, you know, they have, like, Apple TV at their house, so they can watch anything on, you know. So I said, we just have old-fashioned TV, you know, which is basic cable 
And they were like, you mean the TV tells you what you can watch? I said, yes. That is how it works here. They have not existed in this world before. No. They, and they just said, that is so unfair. They, they, so, so, Liz, I know you're trying to stay in touch as the chief marketing officer there. But you have to, there is a fairness, a fairness issue that you might want to address okay. with your old-fashioned TV. Because... It's, they just, just it's unfair that the TV channel yes. gets to decide what it's comes unfair. on in what order. So it, not only is it annoying and they don't like it, it's unfair. <laughs> they, you know, they just, okay. <laughs> so right. that's, that's the report, sisters. Words of that, those, some good insights, Julie, into the next, next gen. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, uh, this is Sheila. I just wanted to check in. And uh, as thank you, you Sheila. She's I awake do, now. Okay. I do have a different soundtrack. You're right. My my story has nothing to do with anything that we've talked about so far. Uh-huh. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened to me. Okay. I went searching for this restaurant uh, yesterday, and uh, I have been hanging out, going out with friends in a little in Atwater Village. So it is close to Pasadena. It's about ten minutes away. Um but it's a little enclave. It's a little sort of funky, funky enclave, wouldn't you say, Leanne? Yeah. It's it's not as famous as Los Feliz or Silver Lake. It's it's not as hip, uh, outwardly hip. Um it's not as crowded. It's just one big boulevard on Glendale Boulevard. And they have lots of little shops. And I like to go to a certain restaurant with my friends there, a Vietnamese restaurant called Indochine. So I've been, I go to Indochine probably two or three times a week. And um, I go there because the entrees are $8. <laughs> I cannot believe it every time I go. I, I say, are you sure this is only $8? And you get a very satisfying plate of rice, veggies. You get one mini spring roll. You know you want it, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you don't want the full spring roll. And you could do a deep-fried mini spring roll with caramelized onions and, and whatnot. So, I, you know, but... There's a new restaurant, and a lot of the restaurants in Atwater Village are, are like, there's a restaurant called Grain, you know, a lot of, like, nebulous one-word titles. <laughs> and what do you think of when you think of Grain? Like, like quinoa, like right? Quinoa, yeah. tabbouleh. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, not, it's not that. It's a used furniture store. So there's always something, something about Atwater is a little off. Uh, you know, like so they're trying a, to trick you to come in for quinoa and sell yeah. you a dining room table? Yeah, there was, a, there was a new, there was a new, I know, I look at it, I think, I want faro. I want, you know, a bowl of faro. Uh, but, um, so there was a new place the other day, I looked at it, the name was Loose, Loose. It was a coffee shop. What? Well, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, so there's this, but there's this one super cool-looking place that I've wanted to get to for months. There's no name to this restaurant. The only thing visible in this restaurant on the outside is a sign that says, thank you for coming. So I just call it thank you for coming restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go there, it's closed. It's, it's closed for a fi- private filming. It's, 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 I can go on a Monday at 2 o'clock. I, I, they're, they're not there. I, I can go on the weeknight, on the weekend. It's always closed every single time I go. And yesterday I said, I'm going to get to that restaurant and I'm going to get in there and see what it's all about. Because it looks, there's one communal table and you know it's my kind of place. It's, it's the last restaurant as you leave Atwater Village before you go to Glendale. And so yesterday I was over there and I said, you know what, I'm just going to go. I'm going to get brunch. It looks like things are happening for brunch. Okay, I get to the front door of thank you for coming, and um, there's a sign on the door that says closed for a private party. But I, I said, you know what, there seemed to be some civilians at the counter. I saw some girls sort of checking out, paying, so I just let myself in, and it <laughs> It was so much going on. It was there was a private party. There was like a gift shop. There, the, the the chef was going crazy with food. It seemed to be like 
the first time they've ever had customers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you let yourself in then. <laughs> and I sort of looked around. I said, is, is this open? Are you guys open? And he said, oh, uh, oh, yeah. I said, but there's a sign that says closed for a private party. And the chef looks at the waitress. He said, did you put that sign on the door? And she said, oh, yeah, we just put it on. So I, I came in, and the minute they decided it was going to be a private party. <laughs> okay. You are really paranoid. I am I confused. But, okay. okay. So I, I, I thought I, this was about tarot card reading. Okay, okay so I, I said, um, I said, well, can I get something to eat? And he says, yeah, I guess we can fit you in. And any t- I, that's not a good relaxing atmosphere to eat, right? I guess. Well, we what did sh- you expect? You forced your way in <laughs> to a private party. I mean, you jam. They wanted to jam me in, so I said, "I just need to see the the menu. I need to see that this place is actually a restaurant." Okay. And so I looked at the menu, and everything on the menu had wilted greens and poached eggs. <laughs> Every item. Which I love. I love wilted greens, poached eggs. So I said to the guy, I I guess I'm going to come back, you know, when I have more time. And it's not a private party. Party, right. When I can. When I'm allowed in. Yeah. Okay. But sitting at the table in the midst of all this noise was a tarot card reader. And she looked like she was a little, needed some business. And I was exhausted after this whole interaction. Yes, it sounds exhausting. <laughs> so I said, are you available? She said, oh, yeah, $20 for 20 minutes. So I sat down with the tarot card reader and had a very interesting reading. Okay, I can't wait to hear. Okay, so the first thing she did was she said, I say a little prayer before we begin. I said, sure, you know, go knock yourself out, a couple chakras, you know, let's get to it. And she put her timer on. So the prayer was a silent prayer that she had, uh, and it was going on a little too long. Like, it was, you know... <laughs> you, I thought, you didn't want to pay for the prayer. <laughs> I didn't want to pay for, like, a two-minute prayer. That was... <laughs> and I, I could tell there was stuff going on, like she was getting in touch with another world. There was some REM movement. And I kept peeking to see when is this prayer going to be over, you know, <laughs> right at the top there. And so she finally said, okay, I'm ready. I said, well, I've been ready for two minutes. <laughs> so you've, you've established good rapport with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. That's, that's, that's yeah. yeah. And then she said, I see water. And I immediately fell for it. I said, I- I'm a swimmer. <laughs> I immediately fell for it. And I fell for everything for the next 20 minutes. How can you I- be so skeptical and so gullible <laughs> at the same time? I don't know. It's just, you know, I, I just, she-, she said, I see water. I said, I'm a swimmer. Then we laid out our cards. Um, I have a lot of questions in my future right now. I have some doubts. I have fears. And then she said to me, you know, um, are you on vacation? And I said, actually, I am. She said, well, have you gone away? Have you done anything fun? I said, actually, no. I've just been trying to get to this restaurant. (laughs) For most of my vacation, I've been stalking a restaurant, if that makes sense. (laughs) I've been swimming and trying to get in this place and getting a bowl of wilted green. So she said, you need to go away. You need to take a vacation. So I I was like all all for that. I was totally on top of that. And then she was really, she thought I was really open and really... And really great. Really great. She thought you were really great. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then at the end, we we did for free. The twenty minutes was over. She did a silent. She did a meditation in the middle of this clanging, banging, pan. You know, wilted green. Coaching, wilting. Twenty people yelling at the private party, and we did a silent chakra meditation where she went through. And, um, and I was sold. I mean, it, it, it was wonderful. Then she gave me one of her cards. Her name is Regina Clarkina. <laughs> <laughs> Regina Clarkina, tarot reader. And, you know, she's there every Saturday. 
So I said, you know, I'm coming back. So to get the will to dream. It's your summer vacation to go. <laughs> and and I am going to find out, report on the name of that restaurant. <laughs> I'm going to have a meal. I'm going to sit down, relax, and tell you all about it. Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, I you did. like to share? Would you like I know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you're going to be happy, okay? <laughs> and that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils, I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo, yes. you can you can literally see your skin get firmer and it just delivers this full body glow. Okay. You know, we have raved about the Andaria algae body oil. Mm -hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria collagen body oil. Youthful, yeah. Liz, a youthful yeah. glow is going to happen. <laughs> and it's infused with Osea's signature Andaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself <laughs> because you're worth it. <laughs> that's, that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code Sad Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to OseaMalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Uh so did Regina say anything to you that is actually going to change what you do for the rest of the summer? Like, if, what did, was there any action items coming out of the reading for you? Yeah, well, that was during my mantra meditation. Yeah. Yes. My okay. mantra meditation is sort of a, um, uh, yes, a futuristic uh, plan for 
just 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 something I'm working on for oh. the future. Okay. And she gave me a lot of advice on that. A lot of a in lot 20 of minutes. Yeah. in twenty, 20 minutes. minutes. Well, yeah. eight to eighteen because you had that prayer. So that was <laughs> eighteen. Minutes. And and then I noticed they have a lovely gift shop, homemade wares. They have a lot going on in that space. I'll just call it a space. I'm not going to call it a restaurant <laughs> because it's there's no name. So we will find out though. And I I felt great for the rest of the day. That's nice. Liz, you've been to tarot card readers before. Yes. Well, my friend Alexa, who, uh, Leah, and you've met Alexa, too. Uh, yes. She's a tarot card reader. There, You know, it's, there is something about some people, they have the ability to talk to you about your future. Not so much predict your future, but just kind of make observations about things that, like, I always find it very interesting. I That may be surprising, but I do. So, yeah. So no trips planned. She told you to go on a trip, but you're not. Well, uh, now I feel like I have to. I feel like yes. I, I feel Well, did she really? Well, Atwater Village well, is a trip for you. So you're well, one, thing, one thing I noticed is since I've left for vacation, I, all I've done is work. And I haven't actually taken any time off to just go play. I've been doing my tutoring, which I love. I, you know, I've been taking care of business. But I haven't actually, like, gone anywhere to just relax. Yeah. So Regina gave me the green light for that. That's all. You know, she said maybe some place with water. <laughs> water. You know, people often suggest that for a vacation. <laughs> it's called the beach. <laughs> Which you have one right there in uh, in L.A. So, uh, yes. But I think yes, that's I good. Yeah, it, no, it was very satisfying. I mean, I think it was meant to be. You know, it was extremely disappointing to get there inside and and see the re- see the menu which I wanted. I wanted a bowl of wilted greens and poached eggs, but instead I had a tarot card reading, and I made the most of it. Mm-hmm. So it was great. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. congratulations. We look forward to knowing the name of the place. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sheila, if you do take a trip, okay, I hope you will not. I know. I've, I, in fact, I don't need a tarot card reader to s- say that. I know that you will not engage in any of the new sort of disturbing travel trends that are being reported on. I mean, I, I caught my eye about, I don't know, I, three, two or three months ago where four Malaysian tourists were, t- took nude p- photographs of themselves on top of Mount Kinabalu in Borneo, and they were then arrested. And that, you know, because, because it's against the law, but they wanted to take some... You know, they had hiked up this mountain, and they wanted to do something spectacular and take a picture of themselves, so they took all their clothes off. Uh, apparently, people do this at Machu Picchu, too, that they that there's a real movement to do nude pho- uh, photography at Machu Picchu. Now, Did you, know, you do I, that when you were there? No, I, w- I would highly discourage <laughs> you from taking your clothes off at Machu Picchu. There's a lot of rough edges at this place. <laughs> well, I don't fun. hike, Julie. That has been established. So okay. I'm never going on to Machu Picchu. Yep. But it's but it's a series of things that are now in you know around the world um, that at a lot of like historic sites they're reporting just outrageous behavior that people you know no longer go to see you know to take a picture of the Eiffel Tower or they want to be like in the picture of the Eiffel Tower. I mean, two girls mm. from L.A. who were visiting the uh, the Roman Colosseum and they decided to scratch their initials into the wall at the Colosseum oh. Oh my God. and take pictures of it. Yes. Or how about South Koreans? They, uh, they wanted to really get some good pictures, so they brought a drone and they were flying around Milan's city cathedral with their drone and it crashed into the city cathedral. Oh I my mean, just, gosh. yeah, I know, just all sorts of, you know, really bad behavior brought on by social media, sort of upping the ante that you can no longer, you know, just have a picture of the Taj Mahal. It's got to be about you doing something outrageous. And a lot of this outrageous behavior, obviously, is being fueled by alcohol. So, you know, the Russian tourists that made a 10-minute porno movie um, at the pyramids, okay, I suspect that there might have been some vodka involved. I'm not certain. (laughs) Guess poor Spain. Or Spain, because all the British tourists go to Spain, that there is now a subspecialty of, like, 
you cannot trying to outdo each other in terms of drunken pictures um, that you put on social media, and it's and it's for a lot of historic sites around you know, around the world, it is a huge problem because they need the tourists, but this like really bad behavior, this this sort of mm. narcissism associated with yes. like going to sites and then like having to do something outrageous to, you know, to top, you know, other things that you've seen uh, online, it's, it's out of control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what, Sheila, what can we do? What yeah, can that we doesn't do? seem up your alley, <laughs> Sheila. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But I, I just, but I wanted to mention it. I'm monitoring the situation. Mm-hmm. I like to monitor world's world stories. And I think this is one where if we could take away people, I think we should ban selfie sticks. I think that would be a good idea. Personal well, drones. First, Julie, like, Julie, we have to get, the two of us have to get on at Satellite Sisters. So before yes. we post any incriminating photos. Yeah, no, Sheila, no, are you eat. doing your dishes or something now? Did you step away from your computer? No, no, I'm here. I'm okay. here. <laughs> yes, that's such a lie, Sheila. You <laughs> 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 Leon can give us the Wimbledon update. Sheila can get some stuff done. Well, you no, know, I mean, that's, I was, yes, go ahead. I think that's part of what's going, what goes on at Comic-Con, Julie, is the reason the crowds move around so slowly. Uh, well, first of all, there are 130,000 people. Secondly, many of them are wearing giant costumes that take up a lot of space. But third, people are constantly taking pictures of each other. But it is one of the fun aspects of that particular environment because people dress up just to, like, have fun with each other. So I take a picture mm-hmm. of you, you take a picture of me. But it does mean that, like, even if you're in the traffic flow on the street or in the convention hall, it moves very slowly because of the picture taking, the video making. Uh, but all with it, compared to what you're describing, this is well within the bounds of normal behavior. Yes, yes. <laughs> so take pictures of yourselves, people. But but do it, you know, but let's be, let's be respectful of these world sites that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Um, okay, well, the, speaking of world sites, we did get an email from Monica this morning. She is in Bend, Oregon today uh, and could not join us, but she wanted, uh, she wanted us to know that she had set up a new recycling center at the little bungalow that I think almost all of us are visiting this summer. I just came from my week there. Julie, you're headed there. <laughs> Liam, you're headed there. Sheila, yeah. you were there. You were there for a weekend. So Monica's on the recycling program. So that's good news. Thank you to her. <laughs> I, told, I told her to please send a photo so we can circulate it around uh, with notes on how we should be uh, how we should be handling that. Anything else we have? What else is going on this week? Uh, Sheila, well, we have Pull Dark. People need to watch Pull Dark tonight. So because oh, we have yeah. Pull Dark and Handsome on Tuesday, Julie and I. So it's getting exciting. If you haven't gotten on the bandwagon, you can find it all at uh, Watch on Demand at PBS. So go for it. It's totally worth it, right, Jewel? Absolutely, Leon. All right, and Nana Camp goes on. Sheila headed back to Atwater Village. Um, well, I may head to Malibu for the day. I need water and I need a vacation. <laughs> so if a day trip, I can do a day trip. Day trip it, come back, and I can fulfill my uh, tarot card reader's prediction. <laughs> I feel like I, that's the least I can do. It's, yes, it is. You owe her that to, to turn your life over to her. Um. <laughs> After one twenty-minute session, it's a good idea. <laughs> Regina Clarkina. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally googling her. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that's it. Remember, you can find us on Instagram um, at Sat Sisters, on Twitter at Sat Sisters. Uh, like our Facebook page, join our Facebook group, just generally have a good time out there among the Satellite Sisterhood. You know, on our blog, at our website, SatelliteSisters.com, we have hundreds of previous shows. I know we have many new listeners that you may just be getting on the Satellite Sisters bandwagon. If you want to get all caught up, I think we have shows there that go back to like 2005. Uh, So, yep, we're podcast pioneers, people. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, that's all it's SatelliteSisters.com and on our blog there. If you're not on any of these social media platforms, you can also post your comments uh, right there on our blog. So, okay, everybody have a good week. Team Tuesday, you have a show coming uh, Tuesday? We do, yeah. All right. Uh, We are the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, 
call your satellite system.